Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, December 18th. If you have not opened the December issue of The Lutheran Witness... Today is the day. Today is the day, because <laughs> we're going to take a look at it. And um, if you haven't opened it, it's probably because you're in the busy hubbub of preparing for Christmas. And there is an article about <laughs> preparation in the December issue. Uh, to help us take a look at the uh, the December issue, the very interim managing editor of The Lutheran Witness, Dr. Kevin Armbrust. <laughs> Kevin, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. It, uh, so, how, how are you feeling about this interim gig as managing editor of the Lutheran Witness? I'm so happy that it's coming to an end <laughs> because yay. I'm looking forward to our our new managing editor, who's going to be fantastic. He's he's going to be uh, such a blessing. So, the Reverend Roy Askins is going to take over the reins after the new year begins. So, I cannot wait. <laughs> You had. It sounds like you had a good time managing the uh, being managing editor. There are some good things that, that came up. I know it's a lot of work. And it's a like lot of work, and it's managing multiple things. But. It's a lot of fun, but he's going to be so much better than I am. <laughs> also, his job. It's going to be his job, but but really, he's he's going to bring so much to the to the position. And I just look forward to our readers being blessed with uh, all, all the things that he's going to bring to the magazine. So yeah, I've, I've totally enjoyed it. I think I thank everyone for kind of put up with me in the interim position, but uh, yeah, Pastor Askins is going to be such a blessing. I just, I just can't wait. Well, how exciting. And then uh, hopefully in January, we'll get to have him. Well, he, he starts in January. Yes. So, so I, I guess you're going to help make that transition. It'll yeah. be nice and not just throw it all on his desk. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, here. You go. Have fun. <laughs> cornering him publicly here. Yeah, I suppose I should. Pastor Askins, get off to a nice start. You're welcome, Pastor Askins. Yes. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. No. All right. So, so let's take a look at the December issue. Uh, good stuff in this issue. Always good stuff. But um, what was okay? First of all, what was your, the, your favorite article to work on uh, in this issue? What was what was the 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 high point for this issue for you? Are, are you allowed to say that? Well, <laughs> I, I love them all. Yeah. I love them all equally, <laughs> like my children. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I really, um, the the Reverend Doctor John Beaker, who who mm-hmm. works here, he he is such a a wealth of information about the hymnody of the church, about the worship of the church and, and all that kind of stuff. So when I had an idea to approach him to write and he said, yes, I was so excited because I knew whatever he gave us was just going to be, you know, top notch. And it is, um, he did not disappoint at all. His article about the six myths about Christmas hymns is, is just phenomenal. Um, we had one reader who already wrote it and said, as soon as I started reading it, I went and opened my hymnal to kind of follow along, right? Yes. And it, that's, I mean, that's exactly the point. This is, it's such a well-written article. And the reason it's so great is because it, it encourages us to dig into these treasures that we have that we call hymns. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really so well-written and it's kind of devotional. It's kind of fun to just kind of sit down and read it, open your hymnal and, and walk through it. Mm-hmm. How does that article fit into the rest of the Christmas issue? I mean, it's, the Christmas issue is obviously about 
well, I guess it's the December issue. Yeah. It's we, going to be about Christmas, I would think. We try to do Christmas every year in December. <laughs> <laughs> but well, what but is, is it there... It was a movable feast at one time, yeah. right? Well, okay. <laughs> How... <laughs> or is that one of the myths? I'm yeah, sorry. That's one of the myths about Christmas. Uh, no, uh, the, the overall theme of the issue was how do the arts, the visual arts, um, hymns, all those kind of things, how the arts, even literary arts, the, the way we decorate, how does all that help the church to communicate Christ to the world? So how do the arts, the art aspect of Christmas, really help the church proclaim the gospel, both within the walls of the church, but even also outside the church? And so we just wanted to, to spend some time in this article talking through that. How does, when you walk into church, it's decorated a certain way during Advent. Why? You know, when you when you put up your Christmas tree and you put certain decorations on it, Why? When you sing these hymns, what what is the point of all this? And and the amazing thing is, like with everything the church does, it's to proclaim Christ. And so we just wanted to, in this article, kind of look at the different ways, the different ways. I'm sorry, I keep saying ways over and over. <laughs> the different ways that we use art to proclaim Christ. We're okay with redundancy yeah. here. It's, it's fine. fine. We do again. <laughs> This is an, an issue right up my alley. I love uh, all things art, liturgical art, uh, hymns, obviously, and Christmans. Yeah. You guys talk about Christmans yes, in this issue, which was something that we just talked about on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, too, which was just a weird coincidence that happened. Well, it is Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I it mean, is Christmas. <laughs> uh, tell us tell us about the, the Christman article. Yeah, so it it's kind of a fun article that helps us understand the history of Christmas, but also understand kind of why we use Christmas. that that they are decorations, but they're decorations that have a very specific meaning behind each of the Christmas that have been developed. And we even have some examples in the magazine you can look at. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really just a helpful um, way to also think about how to decorate maybe your tree a little differently than you have in the past. Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of a, a, just a neat exploration to something that maybe you've seen but maybe you didn't always understand the history behind it and what exactly this is. Mm -hmm. Why are these styrofoam ornaments on our yeah. Christmas tree at church? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, a lot of them are yeah. styrofoam. <laughs> Some of them, yes, do have a foam foundation, but they're they're ornate with they all kinds of like gold and, gold and sequins. glittery and glitter. Yeah, gold I love balls. glitter. <laughs> So this year we added, um, you know, a lot of congregations have a, a like a 7 p.m. Wednesday midweek Advent service. Um, if you have a small child, you know what a disaster that is by about 730. <laughs> um, it's it's a great idea, but you you just like, you, you know, by 745, it's a train wreck yep. for us. So we added our congregation added a 530 Advent for families with early bedtimes. <laughs> and... and uh, it's more like a family devotion than uh, than like evening prayer, but uh, uh, more like family devotion. And so last time we looked at the chrismons oh, on fun. the the yes. tree in the sanctuary and uh, really looked. And I should have opened this earlier because this really would have been helpful. <laughs> would have been really helpful. So now I can go back to those same families so tonight yes. and share with them. There's a great article in the Lutheran, the Lutheran Witness this month. Take exactly. a look at it. It, it digs into chrismons, the signs and symbols worth studying. So dig into that. Um, okay, so we talked about six myths. Um, and I, I thought that was interesting that, that you and Dr. Viker, uh, both doctors one and two, both church musicians <laughs> and three, both writers. Writers. So it yeah. makes sense that that you had this idea, and then so then you went to him, and, yep. and you, yeah, 
that was just a shift makes, in the fourth. Wasn't it though? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it though? Um, I, I, the Ed, uh, Ed Rios piece. Yes. The liturgical art. On Autoremus. Sorry, I'm just really excited over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, tell me a little bit. So tell me about uh, talking to Ed to, and, and this piece that he's speaking about in the article. Well, he's someone in our midst that is really a gifted artist. Mm-hmm. And and not only is he gifted in you know physically creating art, but, but it, the way he talks about art as an expression of the gospel is is such a blessing and and such an amazing thing for us to kind of learn from as we look at things and and learn to interpret them as communication of the scriptural faith. So so this was just an opportunity for him to kind of do that for us um and to really point out how artists paint and draw and create with intent which which is something I really appreciate um to kind of look at something and realize that there was a lot of intent that went into this and and then when I learn how to better interpret through writings like this or, or through other experiences, you see the intent to be the same intent as Christians have in all of our vocations to to show the glory of God in Christ. And so here's here's just a wonderful article that walks us through a painting and kind of does that for us. Doing things with intent. That's a good idea. Hmm. <laughs> should try that. <laughs> <laughs> We're just throwing everyone under the bus today. I wasn't looking at anyone in particular. I was talking about myself and looking in the mirror. I do lots of things with intent. Um, it's Wednesday. Can you tell we're a little off of our regular schedule? I mean, today? we both worked from home the last two days. So. <laughs> Trying to prepare for the 12 days of Christmas as well. It's been a little, little chaotic. Um, what can we, any hints about what we can look forward to in 2020 with Lutheran Witness? I know we've got a new managing editor. Yeah. Um, any hints? Uh, what What's the theme of the January issue? Well, you'll have to wait and see. Oh, I mean, it is Advent. I guess yeah, that's really appropriate. Yeah, we have to wait and see. Uh, we don't want to give it all away, but um, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. So you'll have to wait and see it when it shows up on your doorstep. So everyone's asking, are you ready for Christmas? But I think it's more appropriate to ask, are you ready for Epiphany? Uh, don't you, are you ready for Epiphany? I can't wait for Epiphany. I love Epiphany. Epiphany is great. Since we're, you know, I'm wondering, I was trying to see if there's some epiphany theme in the you January think I'm issue. Give it away? No, you're not going He's to. He's really trying hard, though. <laughs> I'm going to give. I'm not going to give any hints about the January issue. It just went off to the printer, though, so it is. Ooh. So it'll be ready. It is ready to go. Oh boy! So right. right around Epiphany, it should be hitting your mailboxes. It should right? be. That's Whoa. exactly right. Look forward to that. Very good. Well, thank you so much for your work uh, during the interim as well and keeping uh, Lutheran Witness nice and strong and, and uh, all the, the great articles that you've provided for us. Great reading. And uh, now I'm going to go find a good cup of hot cocoa, homemade hot cocoa, and sit down and read <laughs> the December issue cover to cover. I only got to read a little bit of it. And we'll hope that the January issue helps you understand God's grace a little bit more. <gasps> that was a hint. That was really subtle. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Always great to chat with you. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to visit with our friends from Lutheran Church Extension Fund, learn Mm. a little bit more about LCEF this time of year and how uh, investments are in, you know, when when investors make an investment in LCEF, how that makes a difference and how that serves so many ministries. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.